This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Right, so tomorrow we got the Elks against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Countdown to kickoff at 6 here on 6.30, Ched. And uh, the kickoff is at 7.45 tomorrow. 7.45 at Commonwealth Stadium. Dave Morley and Blake will bring you the game. We got Furnace Family Oilers Hockey on Saturday. Oilers at Canucks 6.30 face-off show. The game will start at 8. Updating the uh, NHL tonight. First of all, there are some initial reports here I see on social media that uh, Joel Quenville is indeed out as uh, head coach of the Florida Panthers, so we'll keep an eye on that one as we uh, go along throughout the show, and we have Sheldon Kennedy coming up in a couple minutes to uh, discuss that and the uh, Kyle Beach story as it relates to the Chicago Blackhawks sexual assault allegations in the NHL tonight, it is the flames leading the penguins one, nothing late in the second period, Tampa Bay all over Arizona four zip in the second six minutes to go in the second period. Hurricanes trying to stay undefeated. They're up two nothing on Boston and halfway through the first St. Louis leads Colorado one, nothing some Canadian teams in action later, Vancouver home to Philly. The jets play the Kings Montreal on the West Coast, playing the San Jose Sharks. Thursday night football is underway. Four minutes in, no score. Good show down there. Packers and the Coyotes. I mentioned we're going to get to Sheldon Kennedy in, in a second here. Yeah, Sheldon is on hold, but I, I want to play this clip, and I want to play it so, so Sheldon can hear it and also react to this. And, of course, on overtime open line, Last night after the Oilers game, Rob Brown and I uh, discussed the the Kyle Beach story and uh, the story around the Chicago Blackhawks and them covering things up and, and things like that. And we had, had a listener text in who said, can Rob speak to, you know, hockey culture is under fire here uh, a lot. And, you know, Rob said, Rob feels it's not accurate to, uh, write off hockey entirely or to put everybody in hockey in the same boat. Um, but he did say, and we're going to have the story here that he told that when he played um, a- as a player in his era, it-, it could be hard to, to speak up, um, you know, or to talk to authority figures. Anyway, here's the story that he told. Uh, I can't speak for today's player because it's been a long time since, since I played. Um, but yeah, it would. It was very hard, very hard to go against, uh, to say things, to stand up, to stand out, uh, to be heard. Uh, I would like to believe that if something along this had happened, that I would have been able to stand up and say something. But the most players, I, well, a great example is in when I was in Pittsburgh, um, Alan Eagleson came in and spoke to our team. And he was the player's rep. So he worked for us. And Bob Airy stood up and asked a question. 
that Alan Eagleson didn't like. And Alan Eagleson said, Shit down, <laughs> sit down. You, uh, you're lucky to have a job in this league. And he did. And no one else asked a question. So it was hard for players back then. That was just for something simple, like asking a question to your player rep. So, yeah, it, you were, we were brought up to listen, don't talk. Do, don't question. And I, I would hope that I would have, if I would have known about something along the lines of what happened with this young man, that I would have been able to stand up and say something. I really hope I would have. But I do know that when I played... Uh, it was your voice was not to be heard. You just go out and play hockey. So that's what Rob said last night as we bring Sheldon Kennedy on to Inside Sports. Sheldon, thanks for checking in tonight. Reed Wilkins with you here on 630, Chad. You know, Rob's talking about his, his own experience, and we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the issue with, with Kyle Beach and obviously sexual assault. Rob's not specifically talking about that. He can only relate things that he he saw and how he felt when he was playing. When you heard brownie's story there what were you thinking well i i mean you know i i played against and with uh rob uh the world juniors in 88 so that was our era and i think he's bang on i think that uh you know the um you know it's very difficult for for anybody to you know to speak up like about anything and not just about sexual assault i mean you know to to show you know, to bring anything forward. I mean, and especially back then, I mean, we never spoke about mental health. We didn't understand mental health issues as we do today. We didn't understand concussions like we do today. We didn't understand injuries as we do today. So, I mean, you know, it wasn't just being scared to speak up about sexual assault. It was being scared to speak up to say you're sick, you know. So, Yes, uh, you know, I think what Brownie said was was bang on. There was that fear. There was that that was the that was the way. That was the the culture. And in and I think that you know in today's you know with today's uh, I think that there's been some progress. But I mean, I think we got a long ways to go. Yeah, you know, Sheldon, as a survivor yourself, what was it like for you watching Kyle Beach yesterday? Well. You know, um, I've been uh, kind of drawn into the been drawn into the story with uh, and the investigation as far as uh, you know, trying to um, help Rick Westhead and you know tell the story and the hard work that he did and and uh, get you know just get get some things together. But uh, you know, I think when I heard when I saw Kyle yesterday. You know, and I think, and I think most people, when they watched that interview, could probably feel the same thing. That, you know, it was just, it was raw, it was honest, and it was like I was looking in the mirror, uh, 23, almost 24 years ago, and I just, I think you, I could feel the pain, I could feel the fear, I could feel the uncertainty of future, uh, but you know, I think. I think what I could really feel was the honesty of just, you know, saying it. And I think that, you know, I think that just exuded uh, uh, out of uh, uh, Kyle and, uh, you know, and I'm proud of him. I mean, 
we need it, you know, to have the impact that I think he wants to see uh, happen here. I think we needed to have a face. We needed to have a name uh, to it. And, uh, you know, and I, I applaud him for that. And, and, you know, and I, you know, we've been in contact with Kyle and, you know, one of the biggest myths out there is that as soon as you say, you know, I, I, I believed when I told my story that it's all going to be done once I tell my story. And the reality is, is, you know, now the work begins and my life got very chaotic and, you know, probably worse after I told my story because it, uh, you know, I just couldn't push it down anymore. And then I couldn't, you know, it, it was out there and, and it was like that treasure box of these bad secrets that you were able to try somewhat keep a lid on. Well, that lid, that lid's wide open and it's not going closed again. So that's kind of what's going on, I believe. And, and, uh, you know, I think it's just important that, you know, he's got good support around him, uh, through the next little while. And, and, uh, as he, as he trudges along his journey to, to feel good again. Yeah. Uh, before you came on, obviously, I, I read the reports on social media that Joel Quenville uh, has indeed been fired as Panthers head coach. I, I don't see anything official from the team yet, but some um, uh, you know pretty prominent media people are suggesting that. So we'll see where that goes. I, I want to ask you this, and, may, and maybe you don't have an opinion on this or, or it's more complicated than just a, the black or white question I'm going to ask you. But, you know, Stan Bowman resigned if you want to put that in air quotes or or whatever John McDonough is no longer there with the Blackhawks and and perhaps Joel Quenville is going to lose his job as a result of this like do, do, do people need to to pay for this so to speak like does this need to be the punishment for how they covered it up or how do you look at some of the fallout that's happening now well I mean you know, I mean, you know, 10 years ago, but I mean, you know, my story broke 23 years ago, <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's not like we didn't know. And it's not like, you know, I mean, it, it, minor hockey in this country has been mandatory training uh, uh, every coach across this country for, you know, probably 20 20 plus years I mean you know so is it perfect no but I mean if you look at the situation look at the bystanders that knew look at the people look at the you know and to us our best defense is to empower the bystanders so you know you look at all those brain trusts if you may in a room and collectively there was a decision without anybody putting up their hand to say no you know what I think we need to deal with it right now. Um, they all agreed, every one of them, that they wait. And and then they waited, and then they still never dealt with it. You know, and I think the problem, uh, Reed, is, and I'm not, you know, I've got lots of good friends in hockey and, you know, I was I was chatting with uh, with Bob, and you know, and I think you know Bob Nicholson, and he was with Hockey Canada when my story broke, one of his first days, and and I think that you know we we I remember sitting with Bob, and and chatting about what are we going to do, right? And you know, I I wanted to see change, and 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 I think that you know the Graham James uh, case presented significant change in in sport not just in hockey but in sport and in society uh, around these issues and i think that this 
this is this table is set for 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 good change and i think what i mean by good change reed is that um you know there needs to be like what brownie talked about you know what i've learned about systemic this is a systemic response this response to this case is a very systemic response that's the way the system has built its people to respond and that's what needs to change right because you'd have to be living under a rock um, to not realize that these issues are of the utmost importance within healthy workplaces across North America I mean they're front page in the paper every day and you know and I and when I look at these issues read these issues are not policies and procedures these issues are dealt with this is about leadership and when you want real change in an organization and when you want like the the change that needs to happen it has to get out of that policy procedure column and it has to get into the under the priority column and once it's under that priority column it becomes embedded in your organization and that's what's missing posters buttons and good policies and procedures now let's go win a game boys ain't gonna cut it this has to be embedded in all decisions that's being made so that you know whether there's concussion you know problems injury problems somebody's having personal problems there's you know cases like kyle beaches or my my own or whatever it might be right there has to be that safe independent place that's going to allow these individuals to come and to be able to uh, disclose discuss and receive the help that they need that's you know outside of the organization because that trust to report inside the organization isn't there yet and i don't know if it'll ever be there but you know that's because i think they've had they've set that line up on a few occasions and i think it got breached and you know it doesn't take long for that ripple effect to 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 go through the league to say don't say nothing yeah yeah, that's that's very astute how you put that. Sheldon Kennedy joining us tonight on Inside Sports as we talk about the uh, Kyle Beat story and the uh, ongoing fallout and where hockey can go from here. And again, if you're just joining us, uh, reports tonight that uh, Joel Quinville is no longer the head coach of the Florida Panthers and we'll continue to, to keep an eye on that. You know, Duncan Keith spoke here in Edmonton yesterday. Uh, Kane and Tave spoke in Chicago. Obviously, other Blackhawks players have said a varying comments uh in the days and weeks past year you know Duncan Keith said he didn't know about it at the time and then wondered why Brad Aldrich wasn't back uh the following season uh, you know look it's difficult to to know what people knew or didn't know at, at the time I suppose does it is it is it relevant to you what other players might have known at the time is it all about that brain trust so to speak like you said, like would have it would have it been hard for players at the time to to know all the details to understand? Well, like I'm just wondering what you think about the environment there. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that you know, it, 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 I mean, I think one of the you know first things that needs to happen uh, within the NHL and to every NHL team is no different than what's happening in minor hockey and what's happening within the Western League and CA is to educate their players. I mean. These issues that we're talking about, sexual assault, if you take that, or if you take, 
you know, any other mental health, mental illness, you know, I mean, all of that stuff. I mean, addiction, you know, those, all of that stuff carries a ton of fear with them. Those issues carry fear. So nobody, and, and nobody, unless they've really been impacted by it, have never really taken the time to learn it and understand it. So A, what do you do? Like you, you either ignore it or you pass it on to somebody else to deal with it because I really don't know what I'm doing here. And I think ultimately the goal, you know, and is to empower the bystander, right? So train, you know, get, get some training when it's embedded in your organization. This is about get some basic training and, you know, how do we get better at, you know, talking about mental health or learning to listen or, you know, if we all were on the same page around the base, basic knowledge of these types of issues and a clear path to what we need, what we need to do, it's like, you know, if, if the leadership in that room, you know, heard of something, somebody's going to say, you know, if I know hockey players, like somebody's going to step up and say, hey, you know what, we need to do something about this. Right. And, and, but, but they don't have the tools to really get it. They don't know what they can do. And if the organization's not doing anything about it, well, maybe, maybe there's nothing wrong and and we're definitely not touching it. But to me, we got to get everybody on the same page. So everybody's speaking the same kind of language. They have the baseline knowledge around issues that, um, you know, that bring that, that fear with them. So it's, uh, you know, to me, you know, I think that, you know, I, I don't have any comment on, you know, Duncan Keith or, or Jonathan Taves or Patrick Kane. I mean, when I heard the interview, I just, you know, I just, I felt, I felt that um, they were very unknowledgeable about uh, the issues in general. Uh, and, you know, so to me that, that, uh, that, is something that can be fixed. And I think it's, you know, probably one of our best defenses in these situations. Sheldon, I I really appreciate you doing this. I I know, you know, you've been commenting a lot uh, over the, over the last few days. So I appreciate you coming here on, on six 30, Chad, I, I, the the way you, you put things, I hope has, uh, uh, you know, sparked some some thoughts and maybe some conversations for people out there because I think you you say some things that are important to think about, not just if you're in the world of hockey, but just out there in the world. I, I really appreciate your time, Sheldon. Yeah, thank you, Reed. Have a great day. That's Sheldon Kennedy. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Checking in tonight on Inside Sports, I think his words speak for themselves.
Okay, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Uh, that was uh, Sheldon Kennedy on the show in the last segment. Very well spoken. I mean, his perspective is uh, incredibly unique when it comes to talking about abuse and surviving abuse. So uh, good to hear from him tonight on uh, a very difficult topic to talk about Kyle Beach and the Chicago Blackhawks. Again, uh, reports this evening, I have not seen anything confirmed by the, the Panthers, but the Joel Quenville is out as their head coach, a, a possible replacement could be John Tortorella, who is now working in broadcasting and had uh, this to say about the uh, Kyle Beach situation. That's what's crazy to me is it's, it's multiple people. This wasn't a one-man decision. It's multiple people. I, I just don't get why one guy couldn't just stand up and say, you know what, no, this is wrong. It's, to me, hockey and, and things that go on in the locker room, all the situations you go through, sure, it happens a lot during the year. This is, this is totally different. This is, this is sexual assault, which is far, it casts a shadow over the game of hockey. And that's what, that's what kind of is crazy to me, that one man couldn't stand up and say, you know what, no way. We have to get this strained out right now. That's John Tortorella. Okay, we'll take a quick timeout. We want to preview the Elks game tomorrow. Blake Dermott's coming up. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.